Dirt Queen of Hearts. And this is Leah Ray, Queen of Silver Dollar. And we are here today at Red Dirt Randy's memorial service. Uh, everybody knows who Red Dirt Randy is. He was one of the music scene's most um, eccentric and loyal fans. Uh, he was everywhere, so we felt it necessary to come and cover this and pay our respects and just do a tribute to Randy and his life. Yeah, he was definitely needed a tribute and done because he was a big part of the music scene right he deserved it for yeah. sure it was great hearing all the stories mm-hmm. um getting a different perspective of randy's you know because a lot of people don't see that they don't know right. they just know him as red dirt randy, red dirt randy. we yeah. knew him as the caped crusader who jumps on stage and plays harmonica mm-hmm. and a lot of us didn't have um an idea about what his personal life was or who he was growing up or you know who he was outside of the music scene so i think it was important to get those stories and, yeah and see a, a broader perspective of who this man is so yeah definitely a a listen that um it also brings things in perspective too of it doesn't matter how old you are mm-hmm. you just live life to the fullest yeah and he lived life yeah for sure <laughs> well you know i think today in colorado it's like 65 we've Is had it? no snow oh in gosh. denver wow. oh it's like oh, wow. record-breaking oh yeah it's nice though mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty there it's pretty there We'll just get started. She said I got it going. So introduce yourself. Tell us who you are. Hi, I'm Mike Hare, Randy's brother, Red Dirt Randy. Yeah, and you're his younger brother, mm-hmm. right? I'm his little brother. Your little brother. So we're going to just talk about a little bit about his life. Most of our uh, listeners will know him well within the music community, but they're not going to know him well personally. So um, that's what you can, if you can fill in the gaps about his life and who he was and uh, just tell your story about him. Uh, Randy, uh, Randy and I were born in Oklahoma City, moved to Midwest City when we were young. I think Randy was seven, I was five. So we grew up in Midwest City. Randy went to Midwest City High School, graduated, went, went on to college, joined the Marines after that, then became a healthcare worker. He, uh, the whole time, though, enjoyed music, went to all the shows that he could. Um, now, what instrument did he play in the band in high school? He played the clarinet. The clarinet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the tambourine. And the tambourine. <laughs> I've seen his tambourine skills yeah. and his harmonica skills. Yeah. Got, got I was shocked. I, he got good on the harmonica. I was I was pretty impressed when I saw he, he sent me videos mm-hmm. frequently. Um, Usually a messenger from Timmy, I think, but a lot of the posts on Facebook. But I was pretty impressed how good he had gotten on the harmonica. He was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Fans were happy to let him hop up there and mm-hmm. add some backup. That was even more amazing, I it think, was. because they were really kind to him. Really kind they to him. They were, and, mm-hmm. and he brought his own personal flair and you know to a show anyway, so I'm sure that that helped them in some way, you know, to have mm-hmm. to have the character up there. So I think it was a relationship they both helped each other so yeah I know he was telling me one time it had been years ago I think it was when uh, probably when Whiskey Myers first kind of becoming more regional and he was telling me I think he was telling Cody that uh, and you, know, you guys are you guys are gonna be big you know you guys have got it you've got mm-hmm. the 
kind of the blackberry smoke thing, you right. know, you've mm -hmm. really got that good, southern rock yeah, kind. that mm -hmm. southern kind of Almond Brothers-ish, mm -hmm. you know, Marshall Tucker blend, yeah. and, mm -hmm. which they really do. Now I've yeah. seen them a couple of times. Yeah. And, and they have gotten much bigger, you know. Yeah, they just sold out the, a new venue in Denver, I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's a brand new place. I think it probably holds 1,500, 1,800 people. And I think they've been selling shows out everywhere, everywhere yeah. they go. So I expect to see them at Red Rocks in the next year or so. That oh, they're yeah, they're getting that big. Yeah. Saw where the Turnpike Troubadours got yeah. back together. So I'm pretty right. excited about that. Yeah. So oh, they've yeah. been on hot. And he bragged about those guys. Oh, I'd yeah. never heard of them. And, <laughs> well, I started listening to those guys. They're good. Oh, I bet he would be tickled. Yeah. to know that they're back together with, yeah. well I complained to him that I said you know I'm going to be one of the, the worst things in my life that I became a big fan of the troubadours <laughs> right and now away. they're on hiatus <laughs> right and, yeah. uh, I kept reading and watching hoping that they would get back together after a year or so I didn't think you plan it was on going happen. to any shows for Randy mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll yeah. be with you he'll yeah. be carrying him with you Absolutely. Yeah, we saw a lot of shows together at the, the zoo amphitheater. We went and saw Bob Dylan and, oh God, Stevie Ray Vaughan, just everybody that was there. I think I was probably telling you that I think of the first concert we went to was Creedence Clearwater. It was Creedence and uh, Bo Diddley and Power of Power. I think that was in 70, probably 1972, I think. It was a great show. I bet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I bet concerts are a lot different too. Yeah. More than yeah. <laughs> um, listening to everyone speak about him, they, it sounds like he has always stayed true to who he was from yep. when he would go to parties and dancing around and, you know, making friends. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I related to that what Greg was saying. He was lived up the street from us, had a couple of older brothers that were. <coughs> excuse me, that were closer to Randy and I's age, and uh, he was always just, uh, you know, always trying to be the DJ and pump the music on. But, you know, back when we were listening to, like, the Beatles and the Stones and, you know, our teenage years, even just a tad bit younger, you know, Randy was listening to Buddy Holly. I didn't know who Buddy Holly was. He was listening to uh, the Rockabilly guys. And even back to, you know, the old blues guys, Howlin' Wolf and Lead Belly and guys like that. So he had this amazing, you know, love of music. Yeah, he lived that Larry Joe Taylor thing. And I never got to, I never went to one of those. I'm going to have to get there. We grew up with a. Those are crazy. Yeah, they, they get pretty wild. <laughs> that one, no, uh, I've had a couple friends going. Uh -huh. it's, it's crazy. It's wild. Yeah. Well, and it's gotten it's good bigger. Time, sure. I was in uh, Red River, and every year they do like a chili cook-off thing. But they mm -hmm. bring in, uh, what's the guy's name? Last name is Lee. He wrote the big hits for uh, Red O'Flynn's uh, sister. Crystal Gale. So he wrote, Don't It Make Your Brown Eyes Blue? Richard Lee's his name. Mm -hmm. So every year, <clears throat> Larry Joe, not only does he have the music show, but he he gets these guys together and they go play these mountain towns. Yeah, it's a great way to bring money in in the summertime. 
this much smaller but you know they have a little amphitheater in the middle and they'll bring in all these songwriter uh, guys and Ke my friend Kevin Welch was always there um, I'm trying to think who else would be there um, oh it would be Joe Ely would show up a lot of times so and because Kevin and I grew up together, you know, he introduced me to Larry Joe, and they all stay at the same place there, which is the place right next to the, the bar where they do a lot of the music shows and stuff. <clears throat> and I know Larry, but this is years and years and years ago, but I know Larry had already bought that piece of land that they do the stuff on. I think he was just getting ready to, to maybe do the... And maybe they'd already done one or two shows because Kevin was saying that they rode down there to see this venue that Larry had. And, but anyway, <clears throat> now the thing's going, I guess it's been going for over 10 yeah, years at least, massive. isn't it? Definitely, yeah. And I watched some videos where, where uh, Canadi Cross Canadian Ragweed uh, was playing there. And, and just all, you know, Randy Rogers and I think uh, Wade Bowen and uh, Bolin. Yeah, and just yeah. and you know, and everybody in between there, Stone Rue and a lot of those guys. So, I've got to get down to that yeah. thing. It's going to be neat. Yeah. I know Randy lived for that every year. Yeah, he loved all of it. As yeah. many of those as he could go to, <laughs> all. Of them. Well, so, talk about his um, music collection. How many CDs did you no. think he had in T-shirts? <clears throat> uh, he had at least two thousand CDs, all ranges of music. Mm -hmm but I'd say predominantly country, folk, red dirt, uh, Americana, maybe better to yeah, say Americana. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So he encompassed a lot of that. Yeah. Probably 200 cowboy hats. Isn't that crazy? 200? I don't even know wow. where you would keep 200 mm -hmm. cowboy hats. <laughs> <laughs> and they, wow. they, they were all in, still in the boxes, mm -hmm. and they were in his bedroom. They were up to the ceiling wow. and then just around a semicircle there. So it was, it was pretty amazing. And then stacked up on top of the refrigerator and everything. So it was uh, pretty amazing just to see how many there were. And probably 1,500, maybe 2,000 t-shirts. Yeah, A lot crazy. of them autographed. Yeah, he, he did. He definitely supported um, the artists in buying merch and, and things. Yeah, I think that was a big for him. Yeah. And you know, he didn't, he didn't wear a lot of it. I mean, he would, a lot of times he'd buy two. <clears throat> one he would save, one, one he would wear, wear you know, because you'd see him at the shows. Yeah, and he'd always mm -hmm. have a band shirt on. He'd have on somebody's. Yeah, yeah I know he really, really liked, uh, he really liked Cody Canada. He oh, really yeah. liked And Cody Canada really liked him. I saw Canon uh, Canada posted yeah. the other day. They made a statement with a picture of Randy and Cody and mailed it to them. So <clears throat> he's now going to be that. on their Christmas tree. Wow. So. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was really neat. He would be so happy. Yeah, absolutely. Would so that would happy. just make him tickle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's what makes it fun. He's smiling right now, yeah, that's for sure. Absolutely. I didn't know I didn't see the deal about uh, the yeah. Canadas and somebody doing that. Yeah, yeah they were who very did. kind to him. Yeah. She she just said some to your friends this sweet gift, so I don't know who did it, but somebody sent it to him. I gotta look that up. Yeah, she posted it a few days ago. Would that be on like the uh, on Cody's it's page? It's her particular page. Oh, okay. Shannon okay. Canada. Uh -huh. She has her own. Isn't she like, isn't she 
Wade's sister? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they married sisters, and then she does. She manages a lot of them, and she runs the um, mm. Rock uh, School of Rock. Yeah, Rock. yeah. She's, I see. She's got her, her hands in lots of stuff. Right. She's I see her amazing. kid on there. Yeah. He's good. He is good. <coughs> Some is of those good. boys that have been and girls that have been at the School of Rock doing mm-hmm. that. So I've been kind of keeping an eye on that since I got turned on to all of that, yeah. which is really neat. Mm-hmm. It looks it like is. Cody's real involved in that too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So introduce yourself. Tell us who you are. We have a new a new <laughs> guest who sat down. I'm Melissa. Hi, and Melissa. I'm Mike and Randy's sister. Yeah. And what's your favorite Randy story? Oh, was out in the crowd. so my son, Andrew, had never met Randy, which would be his uncle. Mm-hmm. And he, my son lives in Dallas, and he was at some big outdoor festival. I don't even know what it was, him and his girlfriend. And Andrew called me, and he was like, Mom, will you call Randy? He's up on the stage with the cape on. Because <laughs> um, he had never met him. And so I texted Randy. I'm like, hey, Andrew's out in the crowd. He wants to meet you, blah, blah, blah. So he came off the stage, went out there met Andrew and Jennifer and took him up on the stage with him. Oh, wow. Can you imagine how exciting that Oh, my God. Be? Like meeting him for the first time. And, and then, then getting get on, on stage <laughs> at a festival. And at first, Randy didn't believe him. He was like, really? You're, are, are you sure? Because his son's <laughs> name's Andrew. Oh, how funny. And my son's name Anyway. How funny. Yeah, so it was, it was awesome. he thought it was pretty cool. That's a yeah. cool story. And it was a good band. It was like, yeah, I'd have to ask oh Andrew. I forgot. But it was okay. like a big outdoor festival. Right. But, yeah, it was pretty exciting. Yeah, he was pretty entertaining. All my friends that are younger in their 40s, I hang out with a lot of different. They love going to clubs and dancing with them. They're like, that's not really your brother, is I go, it really is. <laughs> yeah. He could dance, man. Oh he God. had more energy than anybody else I know. And he I hope I have twirl. the energy at that age. I know. Age. He, he could get low. Yes. That song, Get Low. Like, I've danced with him dozens of times over the years, and he'd just go down. Yeah. And you're like, you're like He could still do some push-ups and stuff, you know, legitimately. Yeah, he seemed to be he in, in rather good shape. Good shape. He was yes. in good shape. Yeah. yeah, I think that's why it was a surprise to yep. us all um, to hear of his passing. Everybody wasn't sure why, you know. Yep. And, and then, of course, the the media got confused and said it was Randy Crouch, which is very oh, well, disturbing. Yeah. I was very upset because yeah. mm-hmm. I was um, not happy about that. But um, well, you got him straightened out. Yeah, mm-hmm. you sure did. <laughs> I did not like it. <laughs> but so. and scared me too. about his sobriety. <laughs> sobriety. When I first met him, he was so proud of that. Mm-hmm. And he was, and he would tell everybody, he, anybody, yes. at every bar, at every, yep. and he'd pull out his little coin, yes. and, and he was very proud of that. Yep. And it's something to be proud of. It is proud. Yes, Absolutely. And the fact that he was in bars yep. half life mm-hmm. and still managed is yep. amazing. I had no idea that it was that long. Yeah, I mean, yeah. either. That's awesome. Yeah. Somebody yeah. mentioned that too that in, in one of the posts or something that they were newly it, and it was a uh, it was a musician I can't think of who it was now, but I they were new in sobriety yeah. and said Randy pulled them aside. Was it Dalton Domino? I think uh, yes. I think it was Dalton Domino that said he had just gotten yeah sober I believe and, so. mm-hmm. and yeah I saw that one too. 
Yeah, and <coughs> and he was just good at that, just saying, hey, it's possible. You know, we're all here doing, yeah. but we can do it sober. Yeah. <laughs> and and so Randy could drink. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he could. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that one, but Was you it know. like beer or, what? or yeah, anything. alcohol? Or <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you gave alcohol. him. Up. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Huh. Well, it. He was oh, definitely a character, and yeah. I, and it's a testament um, in the music scene to the fact that fans are just as important as the bands are, because obviously without fans, who are they playing mm-hmm. to? Yeah. But, but I think he was the top of the, the music fan. Yes. And, he was and, certainly a fan, there's no doubt about it. Oh yeah, one of the biggest like supporters, and it wasn't just like, I have my favorite band, I'm only going, he was just a fan of music, and of the whole scene, of being a part of it. Because so, yeah. he would send me you know, videos and texts all the time. Hey, Mike, check this guy. I mean, that's how I heard about Whiskey Myers mm-hmm. and just all of those guys was through my brother. Yeah. And everyone, got Reckless Kelly, you know, years ago, he sent me something about them and I'm going, who, Reckless, who? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Randy, what are you doing, you know? And, it, and I said, well, just check, you know, check out this song right uh, here. He definitely did, had good taste in music. Yeah, God, he, he did. did. He did have good taste mm-hmm. in music. So many bands he would turn me on to, I would turn on to my, you know, turn that on to my friends. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's introduced so many people <laughs> via connections, you know, right. to, to all of this red dirt music, which, uh, which is really so cool. Which goes to prove that age does not matter. <laughs> right. No, not at all. He music is music. outlast mm-hmm. half those young right. cats. Yes. <laughs> and he was definitely a celebrity in the scene like everybody just be like can I take your picture with you and of course he'd be like yeah let's take a picture and all the beautiful women wanted to dance with them and have everybody film it (laughs) so he he was a celebrity in the scene for sure. Got so much energy off of that you know and and he was able to give and get and Mm -hmm. I think that uh, well I don't think I know that the the COVID and the separation from music extremely detrimental to his I bet it was. He like had two lives, you know, and it was like, (laughs) oh, really three. It was, you know, work with the people and Uh then AA and then, you know, music. Hard to separate what was more important between the AA and the music, and I think it was all intertwined. It really blows my mind when um, his supervisor got up and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, discussed what he did, you know, and I was just on, yeah, on a day, like, oh, he actually worked. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because I only know him as jumping around oh, you know Randy, Randy. Yeah. yeah you don't know and him. I was just like oh so he does work and he well, he does take care of Pete like yeah. wow you know I'm, so it's it's nice to hear that side of mm-hmm. I had would have never guessed <coughs> well I knew that I'd had conversations with him about what he did but not in depth just oh right. that's what you do okay you know and you right. move on because you're in a loud bar you don't have really right. in-depth mm-hmm. conversations well about. and reading all those you know reading all the posts from people yeah very few people knew what he did yeah, yeah. had very much information about that just they just knew him mm-hmm. as red dirt randy right. and mm-hmm. that's why i think it's kind of mysterious is, is, yeah because because we all know him in the music you know who he was in in our scene but we didn't know his particulars about his life so, right. which is why i think this is to document yeah. and to write the tribute article so people know a whole picture of who he was. Not just a part of his life. Yeah. yeah. Well, is there anything else you think is important to share or do you think that his fans would like to know about him? Um, cared as much about the people in the music as people cared about him and he really did thrive on on the music and the energy and just being out there with everybody and kind of entertaining and, you know, 
Being able to get up on stage and all of that was just a big rush for him too. So it was just so kind of all of the all of the fans and the musicians to, you know, accepted him as a part of the <laughs> a part of the whole thing. They kind so. of brought him into it and mm -hmm. made it part of the deal. And right. I, I yeah. think that you were talking about the you, you know the good. fans and music and you know the, the musicians and it's like they both need each other right mm -hmm. they you do know, without the fans they're nothing there's and, there's yeah. nothing and so it's kind of a give and take yeah. of a symbiotic relationship exactly mm -hmm. absolutely they definitely needed them they needed each other and he was a good one to have yeah because yeah. he brought he had he the energy and everything mm -hmm. for yeah. sure he was the whole package for sure well, if there's nothing else that you guys can think of that you want to share, then we can wrap it up. I think up. that's a wrapper. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, thank right. you. We'll thank get somebody you. to take our pictures. Up. Cool. You know, I, get, I got to know Randy differently than most of you. I have been his supervisor. Uh, he worked for our agency for the last 17 years, and I was his supervisor for the last 14. So I got to eat, breathe, and sleep, Randy, sometimes a little more than I'd like. Um, Randy was a character in his own, I'm sure most of you have known. Um, but I didn't know to what extent that his love for music was until I had seen him at a couple concerts out of Frontier City with like Charlie's Dan and stuff like that. And he turned around and said, here, can you take a picture for this girl? Let's take a picture with me. And that's how my evenings were at Frontier City many of the times that we were out there together. Um, Randy had a side that most of, most people don't know. He worked with the developmental disability with those people who couldn't care for themselves. Uh, low functioning, total care. He changed briefs. He gave food. He did J tubes. He did. He wiped rear ends. He did everything for the last 17 years, and he was really good at what he did. Um, and I was just very fortunate, and very lucky to have um, all the time that I did with him. Probably most of most people here had with him because of his love of what he did. But everybody knows his first love was music, and then the second was people with special needs that needed help. So I just wanted you guys to know a little bit about him that you might not have known. Um, you know, our, our population, uh, the employees that we have grieve him also for, the, for all different aspects too. So I just, I'm gonna really miss him. Out of all the employees I have, he's the one who's made the most impression in my life. And, um, Absolutely. 
Oh 